This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. You're listening to Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser, the Blaze Radio Network. which is the holiday of the feast that marks the end of our holy month of Ramadan. And yet, as I have told you in the last few segments, uh, this year it was tough to celebrate. Instead, we were praying for the lives of all those who were killed and slaughtered in the name of Islam during the month of Ramadan. Horrifically, horrifically, instead of a month of spiritual atonement, it has been marked with black, with death, from Orlando to Istanbul to Bangladesh to Baghdad and Mecca. So we were supposed to, but we did focus on scripture, on self-reflection, and on atonement. And I think the key here from here forth going forward will be for Americans to wake up your Muslim brothers and sisters to tell them that they need to grab their legacy and begin to work in the hard areas of reform and to stop the 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 whining and the denials about just condemning acts of terrorism and looking deep within to see why is it that when non-Muslim homophobes are homophobic, they just say crazy things, but they don't kill people. Why is it that Muslim homophobes then tap into this jihadist movement and swear allegiance to ISIS? Why is that? And it has to do with the arrest of modernization of the ideas of Islam, the arrest of movement forward from the 13th century, the frozen... Uh, aspects of intellectual Islam from from Morocco to Egypt to Syria and Saudi Arabia and Pakistan and India and Indonesia, that while there may be sporadic areas of modernization of thought, the majority of these areas were left with high rates of illiteracy. And most importantly, most importantly was a crisis of leadership that these countries were cauldrons of radical Islam because the leaders were getting paid and developing a clergy that was theocrats, that were, th- that were wedded to the old Islam, the Salafism. Salaf means friends of the Prophet. We talked about those terms earlier, and those who want to bring things back the way the Prophet did 
don't ask the question, what would the prophet do today? They ask the question, how do we do today what the prophet did in the 7th century? And while their interpretation of the prophet ends up being militancy and battles and and uh, declaration of takfir and work and attacks against the infidel, many modern Muslims will tell you that our interpretation of what the prophet would do would be more compassionate, more loving, and abandon the concept of a Muslim army and, and jihad and and swear allegiance to our secular states whether they are 1% Muslim or 90% Muslim, that we would no longer work towards any caliphate or Islamic state. So I'm sorry, as Saudi Arabia claims to be victims, yes, the innocents killed were victims absolutely in Jeddah and the areas across Saudi Arabia that were attacked this week. But the government, the clerics, they are not victims. Listen on the... Iqra channel, which is the read that's recitation, comes from Qur'an, the Saudi channel of Qur'an recitation that that broadcasts sermons that come from Saudi Arabia and many of its mosques, and especially the Grand Mosque. Listen to those sermons and the way they speak about Jews, the way they speak about other communities in a very patronizing, offensive, and repressive way. They'll claim that that's nonviolent. They'll claim that those are just a few imams. But deep in their educational literature is a un-American, unmodern, medieval interpretation that is the root cause. So they need to own up to it. The attacks, just like Al-Qaeda when they attacked Kobar and other areas, uh, 10 20, 15 years ago, um, these are are dogs that uh, the Saudis fed and have come back to bite them. But that doesn't mean that they're not responsible and sure they're responsible. And the only way to win this is for Muslims living in this laboratory of freedom to wake up and to begin to take back our Islam, to begin to try to at least win and be present in this battle within the house of Islam. And the only way we can be present is present is for Americans to for Americans to allow us to have this debate. And if you don't call it Islam, we will not have a seat at the table. Call it militant Islamism, call it radical Islam, call it jihad, and then we can begin to ask the tough questions of our children and of our community. Why is it the month of Ramadan was the bloodiest month of the year? Why are we commemorating the month rather than celebrating it? It's because of the theocratic mentality that needs deep reforms. So as we go on now into the other 11 months of the year, I'm, I know our family and I know many Muslims that I've talked to are now eternally dedicated to defeating the scourge of jihad, the scourge of apostasy and sharia laws, the institutions of our community that are are arresting our development. We are rededicated to trying to make sure that we've done what we can to prevent any further deaths and any further wanton destruction. And 
you know, the the whack-a-mole that we will continue to do is something only Homeland Security can do. My work and the work of reformers will not stop the next terror attack in one to two weeks or in three months. But if we are successful, we will stop the terror attacks that could happen in five, ten, or possibly 20 years because we are spiraling. Our community is spiraling, and Islam is in that time in history that the West was in the 18th century. So now we've come full circle. We started the program talking about the 4th of July and how that war almost saw the end of the founding fathers and and the military that they had formed that ultimately defeated the Brits and brought freedom and liberty for a a new community, a new country that would ultimately become the freest nation on earth. And it's in that spirit, I hope, that American Muslims wake up to our responsibility for freedom and liberty, our responsibility to work within the Muslim consciousness against Sharia, against the institutionalized Sharia, not our personal Sharia, but institutionalized Sharia, that is the instrument of death and destruction that these radicals want to implement. So we are rededicated. We'll continue to pray as we did in our holiday sermons this week. At least many of the sermons, I think, did not cover what they should have. But you should hold them accountable. These are public sermons. Why do you give the Muslim community a pass? Go listen to their sermons What and, and ask them, what did they talk about last uh, Wednesday on uh, the Eid al-Fitr? What was the sermon about? Was it about just condemning the acts of terror or was it about a 12-step program we need to get beyond the denial and recognize the core root causes of the interpretations of the scripture that we read every day in rote fashion without understanding what it actually means in a way that can contravene the dominant interpretations of the clerics. So we have a lot of work to do, and I hope that in the spirit of July 4th, we begin to treat the cancer within. We begin to unravel the onion that is bringing about death across the world. And I hope when we come together next year in the beginning of Ramadan, in which it'll start at the end of May next year, that we have a safer place. Or at least you'll hear hopefully more Muslims who've woken up and begun to stand up with the Muslim reform movement as the solution. So as we end, uh, my prayers and thoughts are with the families, not only those of San Bernardino, But in this month of Ramadan, my prayers and supplications are with the prayers of the families of Orlando, of Istanbul, of Baghdad, of Bangladesh, and Saudi Arabia. And I'm sure there's attacks I missed in there. May your lives not have been lost in vain. And may Muslims wake up to our responsibility and our legacy to make this country and this world a safer place for our children. God bless you. God bless America. This is Zudi Jasser on Reform This.
You're listening to Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser. The Blaze Radio Network.